Welcome to the broadcast of Riverside Church in Princeton, North Carolina. Riverside Church preaching Christ and Him crucified. For more information, check out our website at www.riversidefwb.com. All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Hey, um, do you have any water? Thank you. All right. Well, good evening. Good evening. So, uh, Pastor Kevin tasked me with preaching uh, solely Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. To God alone be the glory. And so we're going to look at uh, this evening Psalm 115.1 as we look at this particular sola. The name of this sermon is glory not to us, but to your name, O Lord. Glory not to us, but to your name, O Lord. Psalm 115.1 To God alone be the glory. In all things, certainly, right? To God alone be the glory. But specifically, we're speaking today in terms of salvation. To God alone be the glory in our salvation. Can we claim otherwise? Do I deserve any glory for my salvation? Do, do you? Do you deserve any glory for your salvation? What, what does it mean that to God alone is the glory for our salvation? I remember a while back, um, I was at a, a worship service. I, I was actually at a, a Bible conference, and there were all, all sorts of great speakers there, great preachers, preaching God's Word. We, we were singing. We had deep, rich songs. We, we had an organ. We had a piano. There were probably at least 100 people there. But I, I, I couldn't help but feel, I couldn't help but ask, where, where is the Spirit? Where is the Holy Spirit in, in, in the midst of this? And, and so we're worshiping, and I, I ask myself, are, are we worshiping God? Or are we worshiping ourselves worshiping God? Are we worshiping God or are we worshiping ourselves worshiping God? Now, now compare that with another worship service that I went to in, in this same place generally. And it was a, a place, it, it was actually a, an appreciation supper for, for a ministry called Wings of Refuge. And Wings of Refuge took in sexually exploited women, ministered to them, provided for them, gave them a space, time, a place for healing. And so we were at this appreciation supper for, for this, this amazing ministry, and there weren't nearly as, people, nearly as many people there. It wasn't nearly as, as glitzy, as glamorous. But yet, the Spirit was there. The Spirit was there. Whose glory are we seeking? Whose glory in our salvation are we seeking? As we live for the Lord, as we worship Him. Whose glory? Psalm 115.1, let's look at that. One verse, but we'll be looking at more than just this. 
Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory. And as we consider this this evening, let's, let's go to the Lord. Let's pray. Oh Lord, not to us, not to me, be the glory. But Lord, to your name, please. Oh Lord, it, it is always our temptation to give ourselves the, the glory, even in what we think are small ways, Lord. But we, we pray that you would receive all the glory this evening, Lord, and that these words would be yours to our great benefit, Lord. Perhaps even to our salvation, if there are any here who don't know you. Lord, we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. It's so tempting, isn't it? To, to give ourselves the glory, to take some credit, some glory in, in life, to take some credit, some glory for our salvation. It, it, it's tempting for me to do that as a pastor. I, I have so many people come up to me after a sermon, ever since I've been a, a pastor. Usually people come up and say, great job, pastor, great job, preacher, great sermon. And, and I've had to train myself over the years to not let that go to my head. Amen. To say instead, praise God. You know, to God be the glory and, and, and not me. Charles Spurgeon tells this story. The famous pastor, Charles Spurgeon, he had just finished preaching a sermon. And he was standing up in this great big pulpit because the church building he preached in was, was huge. And so it had many winding steps. And so as Charles Spurgeon made his way down those steps, there was a lady waiting for him. And the lady, as soon as he got down to the bottom of the steps, said, said Pastor, I, I wanted to be the first to tell you what a great sermon you preached. And he said, Madam, you're not the first one to tell me. Unfortunately, Satan beat you to it. Oh. Satan beat you to it. Satan is, is always working. He's always tempting us. Our own sin, our own sinful flesh is, is tempting us to give ourselves glory in, in some great or small way. We're, we're always tempted to do that, whether it's in our salvation, whether it's in our life in, in, in general. But the Lord has done everything for us. He's initiated our salvation. He's the one who started it. We didn't come to Him. He came to us. He sent the Spirit to open our hearts that we would see our sin, that we would see our need for Jesus Christ so that we could put our faith in Him so that we could be saved. The Lord has shown us love and faithfulness in Jesus Christ and beyond what we can even imagine. Therefore, we must ask the Lord to give glory, not to us, but, but to His name. We must ask the Lord to give glory, not to us, but to His name. And those are our two points this evening. First of all, we must ask the Lord to give glory, not to us, not to us. And that's what our psalm, that's what our verse says this evening. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to Your name. Give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Please don't give us any of the glory. Please. And, and that's, that, that should be our plea 
with the Lord. Please do not give us the glory. Give your name the glory, O Lord. What, what, what happens when we get the glory in, in even a small way? We, we slip into sin, into idolatry, into, into worship of other gods, worship of ourselves, ultimately worship of Satan. And this leads us to the hell that we so rightly deserve. Psalm 115 speaks of the taunts of the peoples and the nations that, that surround Israel, that, that surround God's people. Verses 2 and 3 say this, Why should the nations say, Where is their God? Well, our God is in the heavens. He does all that He pleases. And so the, the people surrounding Israel, the people surrounding us, Say, well, where is your God? Where is this God that, that you proclaim? And then the, the psalmist goes on to say, of the people, of the nations that surround Israel, of the people that surround us. Verses 4 through 8, their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak, eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear, noses, but do not smell. They have hands, but do not feel, feet, but do not walk. And they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. And, and so then this exhortation that follows this, O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, of the priests, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. When we get any glory, it's our temptation to worship ourselves. To worship the works of our hands, to worship the idols and the gods. That, that we set up, that, that we create, that is always our temptation. Ultimately, uh, to worship the works of our own hands. Ultimately, to, to worship Satan. And so we need this same exhortation. Don't do that. Don't give yourself the glory. Don't let yourself get the glory, trust in, in the Lord, trust in Jesus Christ. By faith in, in Jesus, the Lord is our help and, and shield. To God alone be the glory. Oh Lord, please, please do not give us the glory. Please. Because what do we do with it? What do we do with it? brothers and sisters. What happens when we get the glory? We, we worship other gods. We worship the things that make us happy. We worship our children and we don't tell them the things that they're doing wrong. We worship our money and our possessions and we try to get as much as we can get. We worship our jobs, pushing our wives to the brink of exhaustion and ourselves to the edge of burnout. What happens when we get the glory? We self-medicate. We turn to drugs. We turn to alcohol. We use pornography. We get angry when we don't get our way. We punch walls. We throw things. Eventually, we're tempted to take our anger out 
on those closest to us, we may end up in prison. What happens when we get the glory for our salvation or, or in the church? We, we judge other people. We, we only let people like us into the church. We, we talk badly about the, the pastor, about the elders, about deacons behind their backs. We talk badly about other people. We, we may even work to, to make them leave the church in some way. We get into fights about silly things, about church furniture, about carpet, about building projects. We leave the, the church spewing venom, spewing hatred. Which one of us wants even one ounce of glory? Do you? Do, do you want even one ounce of glory? Because be honest, what, what have you done with it? The Lord has shown you. He's shown each one of us what happens when we get even a little bit of glory, a little taste of glory. So we must ask the Lord to give glory, not, not to us. Not to us, O oh Lord, be the glory. We must ask the Lord to give glory to His name, what we just sung. Give glory to Your name, O oh Lord. In our verse, our verse again, Psalm 115, 1, not to us, O oh Lord, not to us, but to your name, give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Lord, to your name be the, the glory. Actually, literally here, this is a command. We, we, we are literally here, the psalmist is commanding the Lord to give glory to his name. Now we... We water that down some and we, we, we say we exhort the Lord or, or we ask the Lord. Give glory to your name. But, but that's what, that's what we, must, we must do. Because think about it. When we do that, what, what peace, what, what comfort, what joy, what happiness, what rest is there when we ask the Lord to give glory to His name. When we don't take the glory for ourselves, we beat ourselves into the ground. We beat ourselves to a pulp. We take things we shouldn't take. We take burdens we shouldn't take. And it weighs us down and it bears us down. And we shuffle painfully through life when we try to take the glory. Which, which one of us wants that? We've experienced it. Which one of us wants the glory? To God be the glory. To the Lord alone be the glory. For our salvation, for, for everything. Why? Why? For the sake of His steadfast love. For the sake of His steadfast love. That's uh, one way we could translate this word from, from the Hebrew, from the language of the Old Testament. The New American Standard translates it loving kindness, all one word. But personally, I like, I like steadfast love because in, in the midst of our change, our changeability, our fickleness, our going here and there, our turning from the Lord, our turning to the things of this world, 
the Lord shows us steadfast love in the midst of it all. So why give glory to the name of the Lord? His steadfast love and then also His his faithfulness. Now literally here, the the base of this translation for this word is, is firmness, steadiness, reliability. Which leads to faithfulness. Some of your translations have truth, which leads to truth. Why? To God, to His name, give the glory, His steadfast love, His, His firmness, His reliability, His faithfulness. He has been faithful when we have not been. He is firm and steady and and reliable. We may call ourselves these things, but we sin every moment. And the Lord sticks with us. He shows us steadfast love. He he shows us faithfulness. So Lord, please give the glory to Your name. Don't give it to me. Give the glory to Your name, please, Lord. Don't don't, don't give it to us. Don't give us the glory, Lord. Even in, in the midst of our sin, our unreliability, our unfirmness, our unfaithfulness, our unsteadiness, God is steady in the name of Jesus Christ by faith in His name. And He sticks with us. Even in the midst of it all, He he saves us. And His concern is is His glory and His name. We read about this in Ezekiel 36, 22-32. Ezekiel 36, 22-32. Pay attention to this, to what He says here. The Lord speaking through Ezekiel, predicting... Our salvation in Jesus Christ, the salvation of Israel, our salvation. Ezekiel 36, 22-32 Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations to which you came. And I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the, among the nations, and which you have profaned, profaned among them. And the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God, when through you I vindicate my holiness before their eyes. I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you. And you shall be clean from all your uncleannesses and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. You shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. And you shall be my people and I will be your God. And I will deliver you from all your uncleannesses and I will summon the grain and make it abundant and lay no famine upon, upon you. I will make the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field abundant 
that you may never again suffer the disgrace of famine among the nations. Then you will remember your evil ways and your deeds that were not good, and you will loathe yourselves for your iniquities and your abominations. It is not for your sake that I will act, declares the Lord God. Let that be known to you. Be ashamed and confounded for your ways, O house of Israel. Now this is a revival. Which one of us is this not true of? Which one of us has not done these things? Has not sinned great, greatly and horribly? Is not guilty of profaning the Lord, of making Him look bad, of making His name look bad, whether before we knew Christ or during, while we have known Christ. Which one of us is not guilty of that? And so why would we deserve, why would we take any glory for ourselves? Because we just mess it up. Amen. All the glory to God. Even in the midst of our sinfulness, and we don't know the depth of it. He has been steadfast, loving, faithful. He has stuck with us through it all. Though we have cursed His name on the inside or with our mouths, though we have sinned greatly in the midst of those around us, though we have made them not want to be a part of the church, not want to know Jesus Christ, yet the Lord has stuck with us through all of it. And brothers and sisters, so then this is for our good. This is for our good. Not for our glory, not for the glory of our families, not, not even for the glory of, of our churches, but for the glory of Jesus, for the glory of the church, Big C, for, for the glory of, of those things, not, not for ours. So brothers and sisters, I, I exhort you, this is, this is a revival. You know, these are hard things to hear. These were hard things for me to hear and read. But oh, the blessing of saying, Lord, give your name the glory. I don't want it because I mess it up. Amen. Give your name the glory. Please. So I can, I can rest I can rest in that. I can have peace. I can stop trying to get ahead. I can stop trying to make a name for myself. I can stop trying to save that wayward son or daughter. So I can stop trying to get ahead of my neighbor. So I, so I can stop trying to have the things that I shouldn't have that just hurt me and hurt those around me that hurt my God. And why, why would we take any glory for ourselves? To God alone be the glory. To Him be the glory and, and, and not to me. Not to my name, but to His be all the glory. You know, I, um, when I was uh, a new Christian... Uh, I was riding around with the, the man who, who discipled me, uh, Pastor Rich Bursette, and 
we're driving around and, and, and I'm a pretty, pretty new Christian at, at this point. And so I, I said, Pastor Rich, I said, I want to do something great for the kingdom of God. And I'll never forget what he said. And he said, well then, Sean, you're going to have to serve. Just like Jesus stripped down, tied the, the towel around his waist, and wiped his disciples' dirty, filthy feet, covered with mud, covered with poop, covered with all sorts of nasty things. He got down and washed their feet. We have to serve the, the way He did. He went to the cross. He gave up everything to die for us, to die in our place so that we would be saved from the awfulness of our own sins, so that we would have heaven instead of hell. And so we must, we must do the same. If God is to get the glory, if His name is to get the glory, then we have to be servants. We have to be humble. In the name of Jesus Christ, following Him, following His example. And, and, and we know, if you've gotten taste of that, what, what's better? What's better than serving in the name of Jesus Christ? Is there anything that's better? Do you want to go back to giving yourself the glory? Do you want to go back to some of those old sins that weigh you down? Or, or do you want to serve in the name of Christ and, and be used for the glory of Jesus in the best possible way? That to God, alone be the glory in all things in our salvation please O Lord to your name be the glory give your name the glory don't, don't, don't give it to us please don't give it to us let's pray <clears throat> O Lord we have all seen what, what we do with the glory and we don't want it. I, I pray that we wouldn't want it, Lord. I pray that we would look to Jesus and, and that we would want His glory. I pray that we would want to be humble and, and serve in His name. Those whom You have put around us, Lord, to serve and to witness Christ to. Help us to do that, Lord for your glory and, and, and not for ours, please. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I want to sing a, another song that comes naturally from this. To God be the glory. Let's see what number that is. Number 64. Let's stand and sing. To God be the glory.